This is Growing Local, stories from ASAP about the local food community. I'm Jen Nathan-Orris. It's the end of the growing season, and Harold Long is standing in front of a row of pole beans. The vines are withered, and the pods are bone dry. But this seed's journey is actually just beginning. I ask Harold to open a pod so I can see inside. He says yes, if I can find a good one here. Harold has throat cancer and speaks in a whisper. His wife, Nancy Long, helps him communicate. They both grow heirloom beans, corn, pumpkins, and heritage chickens at Long Family Farms in Murphy, North Carolina. Harold is a member of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. When he was growing up, he and his nine siblings learned how to forage, fish, and grow vegetables. Farming stayed with him long into adulthood, and in 2014, he and Nancy purchased the land in Murphy. We own to the top of the ridge up there. We had actually looked for about 10 years to purchase a farm, and we found this one. And Harold was really happy because on two sides, it borders tribal land, and there's like 2,200 acres of tribal land over there, and then there's eight acres on this side. And uh, the, actually the whole area at one time was Cherokee land, and so Harold knew it was, it is prime soil, but you know, he just knew it was prime soil and wanted um, to be close to the tribal land. The placement of the farm is essential to the Long's business of growing, saving, and selling seeds. They specialize in heirloom seeds, particularly seeds that have been passed down through the Cherokee community over generations. It's essential that many of these open-pollinated varieties are grown at least a mile away from farms that grow other varieties to avoid cross-pollination. If pollen from another kind of pumpkin blew over to the flowers on an heirloom plant, it would produce a pumpkin with unpredictable and often unwanted characteristics. The seeds would be useless to other heirloom seed savers. The Longs do have a neighbor who grows vegetables, but they don't worry about pollen from his pumpkins anymore. There was a man and he did have a garden and we talked with him and we gave him <laughs> free seeds and so then he planted the same kind as we had. And then he's also a seed saver so we got some seeds from him, didn't we? Yeah. Now we have the North Carolina Candy Roaster. It's different from the Georgia, North Georgia Candy Roaster and on our sign you'll see the pictures, are, they're beautiful, they're pink and green and blue in them. Yeah. So we save that variety, which was important to the Cherokee and also the community in Western North Carolina. And then the Cherokee Tan Pumpkin, uh, Kevin Welch, he w worked with the extension. I believe he went out to Oklahoma and got a few seeds and then he had grown them out, shared those. It was given to one of the Cherokees out here in uh, Cherokee County and a neighbor gave Harold those and then we grew those out so we have the Cherokee tan pumpkin which you they're not even on the radar if you're looking for them. It's a mission to save the seeds too. But the seeds aren't artifacts that are filed away for posterity. Many heirloom seed savers believe it's important to continue growing these varieties both to produce more seeds for other farmers to grow and to enjoy on the dinner table. The beans Harold holds in his hands can be eaten fresh during the summer, or he can let them dry on the vine until they're ready to be eaten all winter. 
but Harold and Nancy don't always agree on how to cook them. I like to fillet them, then when he cooks the beans, he always puts, you know, fat back and different things in them. <laughs> Leafy greens are also important in Cherokee culture. Harold and Nancy talk about a few of their favorites. Creasy green. Um, that's one of the first ones that, you know, come up. And, uh... A lot of wild greens. <laughs> Branch lettuce. So tan. Growing and eating these foods is one way the Longs carry on Cherokee traditions. They're also part of a larger effort to sustain agricultural skills and knowledge in the community. Joseph Owl is the Secretary of Agriculture and Natural Resources for the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, and he says he's seen a resurgence in agricultural interests, including families growing heirloom vegetables at home in raised beds and new gardening programs at schools. In previous years, the Longs have saved heirloom seeds and assembled garden kits, which were sold to the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians and distributed to more than 700 members to help improve access to fresh produce and sustain traditional crops. The Longs have a multifaceted farm business, which includes heritage livestock and fresh produce in addition to heirloom seeds. Although they're in their mid-60s, they're expanding the farm to include ramp and mushroom production, as well as new crops like hemp to offer soil-to-oil CBD products. In order to protect the land into the future, the Longs put it under a conservation easement. So it will always be a farm. It will never be developed. And I think that kind of stems from Harold uh, and the um, just, you know, having the tribal land where it's always tribal and it never gets sold. He wanted to have that carry on <laughs> out here. And it was it is such a pretty piece, and we're very attached to it, so we don't want to ever see it get developed. But in the not-too-distant future, they'll have to decide who will steward the land. Their son is a photojournalist in Raleigh and has shown some interest in keeping the farm going. I think it's in the back of his mind and probably in his heart, but it's just the timing, you know. So we're gonna we're hanging on to this, and then we've got three grandchildren, and uh, so we're we're hanging on for for them to pass it on down along the line. Learn more about Long Family Farms and Gallery and other farms in Western North Carolina in ASAP's online local food guide, AppalachianGrown.org. <laughs>